Welcome to a brand new episode of the post game. I'm your host, David. I'm joined by Michael. What's up? And Emmett. What's going on? And today we are back um, with the Let's Talk NBA series season two. Um, we are talking about the uh, Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves today. So yes, Minnesota Timberwolves, they um did not meet expectations last season. They did not do what everybody said that they would have done. Um, and they honestly just had a very lackluster season. Um, some can blame it on just not, some can blame it on health. Some can blame it on um, no team cohesion. Some can blame it on um, Rico Gobert. Um, where do you guys expect them to do next season? What do you expect them to do next season? And like, what is, what is this team to you and what are they missing? Or I'll save that one for a second. So what do you expect them to do? this next season? I expect them to be exact where they always are, missing the playoffs. They should be a lot better with the talent that they have. They should be a lot better, but I expect them missing the playoffs. I hope Anthony Edwards makes a huge jump this year. Winning, uh, I can see him doing something like winning most improved, like how Ja did, where he was already a baller, but he just goes to a completely different superstar-esque type of level. But it depends on uh, where Anthony Edwards at. Yeah, um, I see him kind of in the same boat, maybe a little bit better than last year. Um, but it's hard to say with kind of how competitive the West is now, and you know they're they're going to be fighting with a lot of teams to get you know out of the play in and. You know, even when they uh, had Carl Anthony Towns before he got hurt last year, they were like 10 and 10, 10 and 11, I think. And, you know, you could chalk that up to like, oh, like a lot of new faces, like, you know, trying to learn how to play with each other. But, you know, I just I don't think that 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 um, is like a good excuse 20 games in. So, like, even with him, like and based on that track record, having the same roster, like it's just hard to put them anywhere higher than maybe one or two spots higher than last year. So. Yes. So here's the thing. I, I, so I think they'll probably, so if last season they finished seven um, and they were, you know, 46 wins, 36 losses. Um, I mean, seventh in the West is, you know, competitive. Ish, give or take. Actually, they might be the wrong season. Yes, they finished eighth. They finished eighth last season. Um, you know, which the West is very hard. I mean, you look at four, four to ten were separated by five games, and so it's got like like you said, it's gonna be competitive. I think they'll be somewhere in that same realm. Um, four to ten ish. I mean, then. Listen, I've been watching Anthony Edwards and the um, what's it called, the FIBA? Um, like they're doing some qualifying. What, is it qualifying? Like, what are they doing? Just like some scrimmages or something, or is it competitive right now? It's a full tournament. Like they're going for a a, a trophy. Okay. They just recently started doing like group play, and then bra- bracket play will come soon. Okay, got it. So yeah, I'm. I've been seeing. I mean, he has looked amazing in the in these games. Like he's looked really competitive. Like 
like he's taking that leap this season. Like he's like coming to his own. Um, and honestly, he's looking like a force on defense and offense. And so if he can translate that from the, the U.S. team to the T-Wolves, I mean, and put up realistically 26 points a night consistently, um, then he can be a difference maker for this team and if they miss or make the playoffs. But I feel like the the science project, which is Rudy Gobert and Colin Anthony Towns, like you can't move Rudy, obviously. He just got here. They just sent their house and their farm and their tractors away for him. But Cat, I mean, Cat might, his time might be running out. Like, I think if someone comes calling, maybe even Chicago, Chicago comes calling and they're like, hey, like we want to trade. Or if someone else comes calling, like I think they should pull the trigger because it's not going to work. Granted, Rudy Gobert is awful. Once his contract runs out, he will be a one of those players that will take a bare minimum contract. Um, like he just isn't efficient or usable in today's NBA market and in today's team. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry to say this, but you know, I know you love big men, but their time in the NBA are, are on the way out. Like they're just not used. I mean, unless you are like competitive and what's the word I'm looking for? And like a difference maker, like let's say Joel is like, you still have a job, but Rudy Gobert, like he's even struggles at rim protecting at some points in his game and sometimes. And so I don't really know like what'll happen there. Um, But what do you guys think they're missing? So I first of all, yeah. Go ahead, Emmett. I think they're missing like, like in an identity as a team, and also like a point guard, like like a a a, a set in stone point guard that they can rely on to create for all their talent on the team because they do have it. It's just like. They, they're not going to do much if, you know, their point guard isn't, like, distributing like D'Angelo Russell is. You know, he's a score guy. Like, he likes to do that. And then, like, you know, he'll do his moves. I mean, I, I've seen them play. Like, he'll do his moves and then just give it to Cat or Anthony Edwards with seven on the shot clock, and they just have to chuck something up. Like, um, you know, they got Mike Conley, who – it could do that this year, but they need like someone that they can, you know, rely on for the next few years. And they also have brought in a bunch of like um guys from different teams. Like I think they got like uh Troy Brown from the Lakers and um Shake Milton from the Sixers. So they're just kind of throwing in these guys hoping that they can you know, be rotational pieces. And so I just think they need, like, an identity and, like, kind of, you know, immerse themselves within the, the culture. And I just – I don't know. I just feel like they're relying solely on their, their their talent to win these games. And I just don't know how much team play there is. You know, I was going to say I agree the same thing. I think they have okay. a lot of talent. Yeah, I think they have a lot of talent. Um, I agree with them where they just need someone that has that championship DNA. Um, even though he's a troll, I kind of like how they had Patrick Beverly on that team before. I think he's the type of player that they need um, just so that he can kind of be the glue for uh, the whole team together. 
they do need they do need to have a point guard too. And I'm with you too. I think they need to do something about Carl. Maybe not this season, but his time is running out. I mean, and oh, I mean, what he has two years left for his contract, if that, maybe. Um, I think they, if they're smart, they'll go and get some something back in return. Um, because they need to, especially after losing all that crap that for um Gobert. But I, I, I agree with both of you. Like they have no identity, they have no game plan, they have no no structure. Like they they have no no disciplined leaders. Like I mean, who's like realistically who's the leader on this team? Mike Conley. He's not gonna. I mean, he he can't even facilitate on offense. He can't be like that drastic of a leader for that locker room, in my opinion. And so they need to find a leader, and and a, I mean, and they need to find something that, like you said, um, Michael, or Emmett Homer's when it was, but someone who has that winning mentality, someone who has that 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 niche for winning. And you know, if they find that, then they'll be fine. I mean, I think they. They're like a couple pieces away from being a, a contending team, honestly. And I mean, I'd also mention it. I mean, I don't know what to think about their coach, really, but I know that they've had somewhere around like five coaches in the last eight years or something. And like, you know, it's just hard to gauge kind of, you know, is it the coaching or is it the team? Like, I, I you don't know. And honestly, like, I think it gets to a point where it's like, I think finding a good coach, like if you fired your head coach this season, I think you had, there was a market for two or two coaches that were really good. I mean, you have Nick Nurse that that came out of Toronto, who I think he's, I mean, he's a championship head coach. Um, and what's the other guy who who got fired this season? Um, I don't know. There was one more, but like, when I think you really need to pull the trigger on these coaches that are experienced. They they know how to create a culture and create something um and have that winning mentality. And I'm not saying their head coach doesn't have that, but right now he just doesn't have what it takes to to lead this team. Um but any final thoughts on the um on the Timberwolves? Last thing about Carl. Um only thing about him being traded is makes me wonder if he's gonna be a type of player that when he gets traded, is he going to be exposed for not being as good as we think he is? Or is he going to be better? And it was the Timberwolves also holding him back. I think he has the talent to be the type of player that um, that he should be on a different team and he's just being held back by the team. But I also think he's soft. I don't think he has that winning mentality. I don't think he's going to do the hard work to try to um, die for loose balls, you know, uh, Go for the rebounds. I don't think he has that mindset. Mm-hmm. Completely yeah, agree. Fair. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, he's a little yeah, no, he's not really that for me. Um, like I feel like like his biggest my biggest comparison is um Julius Randall. Like Randall, he'll dive on the floor sometimes, but like he's not he's not that guy. Like he just wants to jack up threes, play with his back. Um, um, um away from the basket like he just wants to he just does he wants to be perimeter player as a big and it's like everybody can't be Jokic you know mm-hmm. yeah well I hope Cat does well like you you've never really seen a center like this that can just like you've seen centers that can shoot but none that like are just snipers like this man is so good from behind the arc 
and Lily won the three point contest last year, didn't he? Yeah. Nuts. Nuts. I mean, realistically, like if this, they have to. I think if they want to make this scheme work, they have to change it a little bit, and they have to make it where Cat's outside of the perimeter. He can't be anywhere near it. He has to be a spot up three point shooter, because the minute he starts driving to the paint, now you have Gobert just sitting there like, "Ugh, what am I doing?" Like it, it's like, and it doesn't work. And so they have to really figure out how to implement a really good strategy into um, creating something for this team. And if they did that, if they do that perfectly, they'll be fine. But until that happens, then they'll sit here with the 8, 9, 10 record. Yeah, Yeah, they got to do something with these centers, man. They just re-signed Nas Reed, too, to, like, a big contract, like, I mean, listen, I'm I'm all for starting all three of them. Go go big, go, go home. But <laughs> I guess they're um you know keying that up for uh, somebody to to be leaving. Yeah, maybe. I hate I hate to hate to tell you which one it is. But um yeah, any final thoughts when you have on these guys? All right, I appreciate you guys for uh, listening. Uh, T Wolves fans, let us know how you feel. We are um. Excited to be back on talking about the the NBA. Uh, But yeah, I've been your host, Davion. That's Michael. That's Emmett. This has been the post game. Peace.